Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. This is the Arash Markazi Show on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. Hello and welcome to the Arash Markazi Show presented by the Sporting Tribune on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio in Southern California. 98.5 The Bet in Las Vegas. And the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760 in Hawaii. I am back with Adrian Hernandez, Brandon Deutsch, Brandon and... Adrian, Adrian, I just saw you. I'm still here in Las Vegas. So, Adrian, how are you doing, my friend? <laughs> I, thought, no, I thought you were going to go with Brandon. You're like, I'm sick of him. I, had to I see was him like, yesterday. who do I go with first? <laughs> I just saw, I just saw you. So that you know. But anyways, Adrian, let's uh, go look first. So if, you know, we got a lot of loyal listeners. So on Friday, they were on the edge of our seat as we talked to Steve anticipating this fight. And if you listened, you would know that this was my first time covering a big fight in Las Vegas. And I don't know if you could hear it in my voice, but I kind of feel like Mr. Spence, as in this weekend, kicked my ass. But we're here. We're here on the Monday. It's also a Monday, too. So, you know, that also yeah. adds to it. But I, I should stop complaining. All things considered, it was a great time this weekend. Brandon, how was yours in Tahoe, right? Yeah, man. I was in Tahoe pretty much all week for a wedding. It was fantastic. Got to see one of my good family friends uh, get married. It was just a beautiful place. Never been there before. Um, and there was a casino, actually, because I was on the Nevada side staying at the Hyatt. And there's a casino downstairs, which Fancy. is like, pretty interesting. Yeah, because there's like, you know, unless you go to Native American reservation, like land, there's no casinos in California. Um, but at the same time, it was great. And I watched that fight, too. I mean, Terrence Crawford, generational. That was a gener- that was a, that was one of the best performances I've ever seen against a guy. He made Spence look like an amateur. And Spence is like a, uh, was a great, you know. Brandon, sidebar real quick. Who got married? What's his name? Your friend? Casey. Yo, Casey, oh. this show's dedicated to you, my friend. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, my man. Um, yeah, so listen, we're going to have Steve Carp come on in the second segment to talk about the fight. I was sitting next to him. Um, and it was very interesting because, again, round one, you're, you're, you're thinking they're, they're just feeling each other out. Carp had a 10-9 to Spence, but he was like, it's a coin flip. Literally, that was the only um, competitive round. I mean, following that round, it was an absolute. Dem- I mean, when I say Crawford demolished Spence, it, it really doesn't put into words. And again, when people called it the fight of the year, it clearly wasn't that. You know, when sometimes in the Super Bowl, when you have a blowout, it's not a good game. However, if you're a fan of greatness, if you're a fan of a dominant performance, if you're a fan of a generational talent, if you're a fan of someone who's going to put his name alongside Floyd Mayweather and, you know, you go down the list of Mike Tyson, Evander Holyfield, and, and say, you know, who is the best boxer of his generation? Who is the best pound-for-pound fighter of that time period? It's certainly Terrence Crawford. And, and this was such a big moment for him. For a long time, he wanted this fight. For a long time, he was with top rank, and the feeling was not that he was protected, but that he didn't want this fight or that he didn't want to put himself in that position. And that clearly wasn't the case. Um, he really went outside of his comfort zone in terms of you know who he was with for a long time, in, in, in terms of Bob, Bob Arum, top rank, ESPN. You know, this was his first fight on Showtime. 
going up and facing Spence. And so uh, it, it, the the it was an absolute masterclass. It was an it, it, it was such a beautiful fight to watch. And again, that comes from someone who just loves watching a fighter do his thing at an elite level. And so while it wasn't the fight of the year, while it wasn't back and forth, what you saw was you saw Michael Jordan, you saw Tiger Woods, you saw a player, uh, you know, a fighter who was at the pinnacle of his game right now. This was the high water mark of one of the great careers that we've seen. So um, it was incredible to see. And Adrian, it was your first fight. Um, what did you expect, I guess, coming into it? Again, I, I think uh, when we talked to Steve Carp on Friday, he mentioned that you're going to see, you know, celebrities. You're, 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 it's it's going to be amazing people watching, if nothing else. I mean, the fight is the fight, but the, the people watching is going to be next level. Well, this is a perfect time to plug at the Sporting Trip because we were kind of on it throughout social media. The Michael Irvin, Stephen A. Smith interaction. <laughs> yeah. Stephen A. Smith walking in, which, by the way, my man Stephen A. Smith walks with the swagger of The Rock in 2001 with the WWF belt. Something that everyone should have, that type of confidence. Um, and, it, you know, it, it's kind of interesting. I don't consider myself some boxing expert. And I think it's always funny with big fights. We all become boxing experts for three days. But yeah. the cool thing is you bring up the performance that Terrence Crawford had, had, which was basically, in Brandon's words, he was basically Austin Reeves for that, for that fight. Like, that's how great he was. Um, but the boxing <laughs> media, <laughs> the boxing media, I got a delayed laugh. I thought, oh, no reaction. Oh, my God. Well, I was thank muted. That's why, I, that's why I didn't laugh. I laughed. <laughs> no, thank you. Thank you. But the cool thing is that, you know, being surrounded with those that live in it, that are in it every day, that know this sport, that know the sweet science. It wasn't a situation of Spence, oh, the lights were too too bright for Spence. It was just kind of shock and amazement at the dominance of like, yo, on any fighter in the world that day who was going up against Terrence Crawford, like didn't have a shot and everyone kind of respected him. And in sports, that's very rare where we don't dunk on the team that didn't do good or a player or something like that. So it was like, Spence, try again, but this is Crawford hey, tonight. So you, that know, was cool. you know what I hate about it? And you bring this up. So Spence took a chance, right? I mean, like like two fighters when they're 39-0 and 0 or whatnot, they're taking a chance going up against a fighter that they could potentially lose to. And so a lot of fighters – uh, they are protected by their promoter. A lot of fighters are protected by certain people. Spence took a chance. Again, Crawford was uh, not the heavy favorite, certainly. I mean, this was a fantastic fight coming into it. They, they were both undefeated. Crawford was the slight favorite. He was my pick, not the way he won, but he was my pick to win the fight. What I hate when this kind of a fight happens is if – Certainly one guy doesn't look as good as he should or as good as you thought, and he loses. It, 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 it's so simple for the casual fans. And again, you brought up a great point is that, that for three days or one week during a big fight week, like everyone's a fight expert. I mean, the fact of the matter is a lot of these people, A, maybe did not know Spencer Crawford or have certainly not, not watched all their fights. I've covered a lot of their fights. And what I hated happening is that Spence – is now, in terms of it again, not the people who know the sport, but viewed as 
Oh man, I mean, he's not a champion. He 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 didn't deserve the the praise he got. He didn't deserve the belts he got. Crawford is the man, and that's certainly not the case. The performance that Crawford had was so impressive was because of who he beat. Spence is one of the greatest pound for pound champions that we've seen over the last 10, 15, 20 years. He truly is. If you've looked at his career, he went up against a generational talent who is now in the conversation of best pound for pound fighters of all time. Me personally, best right now, best right now. He, I mean, he's the best right now. <laughs> and I, but I think when you look at now who he's beaten, he can put himself in the conversation. Of course, like, you know, he's not going to be over Floyd in some people's eyes, but He's now in that like if you're if you're doing a list of top five, top ten, pound for pound, he he's in that conversation. He's done something that now puts him in that class. The big question after the fight was, do you want a rematch? And the reason a we're for sure going to get one, so it doesn't matter if we want it or not. Me, I, I I'm not going to poo poo a rematch. I'm not going to like say, oh, that that was such a domination. Listen, sometimes in sports, you'll see a team. Blow out another team. It's very hard to blow them out the back-to-back times. It happens, and certainly if Crawford and Spence come back together again at the end of the year, in December it's being talked about, and it's another one-sided affair, of course, that that's it. And then you can kind of say, where does Spence go from here? I will watch that second fight, and if it's in Vegas, I will be at that second fight. So, Adrian... Your thoughts again in sports? You have blowouts. It happens. No, hundred percent. Let me let me roll back this. Let me roll back this. And first off, I want to rebuttal to what you said. Not a rebuttal. I just want to add on. In boxing, it happens all the time. Look at Floyd and Manny. They fought way too late in many people's eyes. Yeah, this was 100%. different. This was two fighters in their prime, 33, 35, which is very rare. Even yeah. the unification of becoming undisputed. I, in our recap video, you can see it on YouTube, all throughout social media from T-Mobile, me and Steve. I emphasize that. This is the 13th time it's happened in the history of boxing. We've been fighting for a very long time. But I know Steve's going to join us here later. So I just want to set the scene, okay? First off, first time going to a boxing fight, period, let alone covering it. Uh, things I enjoyed. This was everyone in the building, whether you were in section 227 or right there on the floor. This was an adult prom. Everybody was <laughs> dressed up to the nines. You know what I meant? It felt if there was a pageantry to it, like a, and a more comfortable pageantry, not the Kentucky Derby where we're in awkward suits. All right. You know what I'm saying? So that felt cool. Uh, the celebrityness was there. Uh, you saw it throughout the fight. Um, and the one cool aspect of it is, you know, I go to a lot of WWE events and when they have a three hour show, everyone's not just waiting for the main event. They're invested in all these different stories. So with this fight, it was a little different because the entire audience wasn't that concerned with the undercard, but to feel the energy just bubble up and bubble up and bubble up up until uh, the 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 co-main event when they finally show them on the on the jumbotron getting ready backstage and as soon as that moment happened yeah. it was like fight night let's go uh terrence crawford bringing out eminem uh, a lot of hip-hop references with him throughout the week in fact they both showed up 
with black Air Force Ones, which in my culture, if you don't know, if someone's wearing black Air Force Ones, you simply do not mess with them unless you want to get stomped in the head. So there was a lot of cool moments. The Eminem thing was very unexpected because Terrence is from Omaha, Nebraska. There wasn't no Detroit ties or anything like that. So to see him come out and just that's when the roof blew off and like it's fight night. And to your point, two minutes in, there was a feel out process and there was a lot of dominance afterwards. But the pageantry and the big fight feel is a real, real thing. Yeah. And I wanted to add to, I was going to say right when he brought out Eminem, even though Eminem didn't, you know, sing a lyric or whatever, he just <laughs> said, you know, it was Ter- Terrence Crawford. You know, I expected uh, when, what was it, Tank who brought up Chief Keef? Uh, the last time they like the when Tank fought and Chief Keef was actu- actually like rapping his song, I thought Eminem was gonna actually start doing it. But either way, just him being there and walking out to that, it was over for Spence when he walked out to that. I'm sorry, a lot of people hated that he came out to lose yourself and stuff like that, and a lot of people loved it. But at the end of the day, you saw in his eyes he was ready to win. Um, and, you know, forty and zero, best pound for pound fighter in the world. And this is nothing against Spence. And what by what I mean by that is, Arash had a great point. Like a lot of people are saying, oh you know, Spence isn't good. Like, no, he's a champ. He's, he's amazing. The thing was, is Crawford is so generational and such a talent that he made Spence look like an amateur on one night. And it's nothing against Spence. Spence fights anybody else, he's going to beat him, right? Like, yeah. in that weight class. So, I mean, I'm just saying, like, Terrence Crawford's just that dude. And the reason why I love it, and Adrian brought up a great point, is Floyd ducked Pacquiao for years. And Terrence was like, you know what, let's do it. You know, Spence hasn't fought. Yes, he did. He ducked him for years. I love Floyd Mayweather. Great, great fighter. And he dominated him. And it's like, oh, this was Yes, yes. But he should have fought fought Manny in his prime. I'm sorry. (laughs) Manny was getting a bit old when he started fighting him. And I'm saying Floyd Floyd was the way. And by the way, I still think Floyd, and this is a whole different conversation, I think he would have beat Manny if he had played him even earlier in his career. It's nothing against that. I just don't think he should have ducked him for that long. Um, but I just think Terrence Crawford's such a talent. We just saw a generational performance. That's my point. Not that Spence is a bad bad fighter because he's obviously excellent. You know so the question is really cool? Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, go no. Ahead. Go ahead. I was no, just no, going to say, like, hey, you, you, you go. <laughs> <laughs> no. Wait, well, this is live. I'll start we'll in too. Mr. Barkazi, go ahead. I'm sorry. First of all, now you're getting ready for Detroit SummerSlam. You got the tank top. You're like Hulk Hogan right now. You're getting ready to show the 24-inch pythons, my friend. I love it. Getting, by the way, so pumped for you to go to SummerSlam. One of my there's there's four events as you remember growing up. Although like I'm a lot older than you guys, it's WrestleMania, it's Royal Rumble, it's SummerSlam, and it's Survivor Series. I know there's a lot of other pay per views that they have, and they have one each month. But those are the big four, and so I'm very excited that you're going to be at SummerSlam. Um, to that point, the reason that I was going to kind of like transition this is that I'm not saying this is going to be a trilogy, but in a the first time someone the two guys go go head to head, one person has to win. Sometimes it's a blowout. Sometimes it's not very close. Sometimes it's very one sided and it's very clear. And then you have the rematch. I'm intrigued by the rematch because I know and fight fans know uh, that that Spence is the real deal. That Spence is no joke. And because of my trust and my knowledge and my I believe, and I'm not saying Spence is going to win the rematch, I oh. believe it's going to be a good fight. I, I By the way, I picked Crawford to win in a very great 
back and forth classic first fight. It didn't happen. Crawford did win. I do believe Crawford is the better boxer. However, I do not believe that the rematch will be as one-sided because I do believe that Spence is one of the best pound-for-pound fighters of not only like right now, but of the past 10 to 15 years. So that's why I am intrigued. You know, it is so knee-jerk to be like, oh, who wants to see a rematch? Bro, this was the fight that we've been waiting for for 10 years. I want to see a rematch. Like, tell me what other fight that, that that's out there that you has pumped up about Crawford and Spence. Now, uh, Canelo Charlo coming up in September will be there too. It's going to be great. I'm not as pumped for that fight as I was for Spence Crawford. So, Adrian, I do think it's like setting up, you know, I'm not saying it's going to be a trilogy because at the end of the day, if Crawford wins again, that's it. You, you, you win two straight. That's done. However, I'm intrigued because I think Spence is going to make the second fight a great fight. Well, uh, first off, I need you to hold this energy for Steve, who in our recap said, I, I asked him and I said, do you want to see was a rematch? Yeah. But here's here's my thing is that, and I hate doing this because I'm not a boxing expert. Crawford is bigger. Yeah. He is stronger. And I don't see what he can do to make it some sort of competitive it's a sport in which one hit can change everything. So there's yeah. a chance. But the also the cool thing about just combat sports in general is that, like, this is the first time for either one of them, whatever would have happened is, oh, they got to respond to something they literally literally have never felt dealt with in their professional career, which is either getting knocked down or having to rebound from a loss because they're both undefeated. So this may open up a monster to your point. But before we get out of here, there's also something very important. You were down on the floor, all right? You're a veteran. You, you guys got the good access. And you, <laughs> there's videos of Stephen A. Smith. Shannon Sharp was also in the building. He was there, yeah. Did you see any interactions? Was an ESPN first take contract signed? Can we uh, talk about this? What happened? No, you know what? No, so they were both there. I, I, I did not view them, you know, getting together or or talking. However, I mean, they've tweeted about it. They've, they've tweeted at each other. I do think that that, that, is, a, that is a marriage that will happen at some point in time. Um, that's going to be very, very interesting. That's you think they texted each other and said, hey, let's not. You know what I mean? Like, we'll, we'll meet Maybe, in the city at right? the hotel. Yeah, because on the floor, don't do nothing. So back in the day, the media seats would be on the floor right next to the ring. I actually don't mind the new media seats, which are slightly raised, so you actually get a good view of the uh, ring. Uh, but you also get a view of all the ringside uh, folks there. So all the celebrities that are going to their seats, you have, you, you have a bird's-eye view of that. Um so again, I did not from from Stephen A. Smith see see him talk to Shannon Sharp. I did see them both there separately. So we'll see. By the way, by the way, for the both of you guys, real quick, two minutes left. Brandon, you first. Is that a show that you're intrigued by, Stephen A. Smith and Shannon Sharp? Look, I yes and no. I just feel like I feel like they should have never fired Max Kellerman. I think Max Kellerman was excellent for the show. And a lot of people say what you want. I mean, he has a degree from Columbia in journalism. Like he knows what he's talking about um, a lot of the time. And he has, he, what a crazy story too. He was a rapper when he was younger yeah. and just like, I mean, I, I just love you Max two, Kellerman. I just, you two have, you two have a lot in common. 
I just think like they're firing so many good people and it's like Shannon Sharp and Stephen A. Smith is literally just for views. It's like a, it's a, like, I just feel like there needs to be more of a reputation but, around by the way, Brandon, ESPN. You're 100% right. Knox would have been a great voice to have. I mean, he knows boxing so well. Yeah. And they don't have any, you know, people who really know we, the sport. We got to save this. We got to save this for the next segment, ladies and gentlemen, because my my thoughts are well more than sixty seconds. So the good thing is, we'll we'll get Steve Carbs for you. I actually don't know how much of uh, TV. I mean, um, Steve may say like he doesn't watch, so it'll be it'll be very interesting. And as you guys well know, by the way, he's too busy, I, too many colleges, right? I, I I know. Seriously, I can't believe it was the first time you two met. So it was really cool that you 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 met Steve for the first time. So he's at the Raiders. He was at the fight. This week, he'll be at Team USA practice. Where Austin Reeves will be at Team USA, Captain America, Captain America. Austin Reeves will be there. All right, so let's leave it there for now. We'll, we'll come back. We'll uh, be joined by Steve Karp, and uh, we'll talk about the fight, Team USA, Raiders, all that good stuff. When we come back right here on the Mighty Year 1090, ESP Radio Southern California, the Bet in Las Vegas, and the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. We'll be right back with the Arash Markazi Show on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. This is the Arash Markazi Show on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. Welcome back to the Arash Markazi Show, presented by the Sporting Tribune on the Mighty Air 1090 ESPN Radio in Southern California, 98.5 The Bet in Las Vegas and the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760 in Hawaii. Just as a reminder, if you have a question or comment or just want to win tickets to an upcoming game in Southern California, Las Vegas, or Hawaii, call our hotline 310-400-0340. All right, let's go out to the Circus Sports Guest hotline and right now we are joined by the Sporting Tribune's Steve Carp. I was just sitting right next to Carpy during the uh, well, you know, listen, it was called, called the fight of the year, called the fight of the past five years. Uh, was not that, however, we saw a very dominant performance by Crawford defeating Spence. Steve Carp, how are you doing, my friend? Good. Slept in this morning for a change. <laughs> uh, you know what? Didn't get up at my it. usual six a.m. Uh. There we go. By the way, Steve Carp is everywhere. Uh, next month, he'll be at the U.S. Open in New York. We are definitely growing and expanding uh, as Steve Carp not only covers sports around the world, but follows Bruce Springsteen around the world. So uh, let's start with the fight. Carpy, uh, listen, you've covered the best. When I say the best, you've covered Mike Tyson. You covered Evander Holyfield. You covered Floyd Mayweather. Put it to context what you saw on Saturday night from Terrence Bud Crawford? I saw a clinic, which is what we headlined the story with in the Sporting Tribune, by a legacy fighter who is making his name as one of the greatest ever to strap on the gloves. Okay? I mean, what he did to Errol Spence, nobody maybe outside of his camp, nobody outside of his camp expected this. He was just so dominant from the second round on, and I certainly didn't think it would uh, be a nine-round fight. I thought it was going to go the distance. If I were a betting person, I would have bet 
that Crawford would win by decision, which means it would have gone the full 12 rounds. He just had an answer for everything that Spence tried to do. He took away his jab. He countered beautifully. He dictated the terms of the fight. His ring generalship was just stellar. Everything that Bud Crawford did in that ring last night was what you would want to teach a young fighter how to do. And it was truly a great performance. Also, just to take people behind the scenes, I basically had a bird's eye view of a Ross and Steve Carp typing <laughs> away, writing stories, making deadlines. Steve's giving play-by-play. -play. It was a sight to see. Um, and let me, let me step away from the ring for a second because I was there observing the spectacle that is a big fight in Las mm -hmm. Vegas. I, I want to know for you, Steve, again, you, you've been to so many fights. What's the one celebrity that's shown up in your history of fights that has really gotten you like it just got you up out of your seat and kind of got you excited? Was it Bruce Springsteen? Who was it? <laughs> Bruce Springsteen? He's never been to a fight. What are you talking, Bruce Springsteen? Okay, that's what I'm trying to find <laughs> out. So it, it was probably Bo Derek at Caesar's Palace. Oh, now like, we're talking. For like Perfect. the fans. Who's that? Even I know who that is. She was. Well, she was gorgeous all these years. Google her. Hey, Adrian, Google her if you want to put her on the screen right now. This is live. Perfect ten. How do you not, man? Come on, man. My parents. My parents been telling me about her for years. Let me let me tell you guys. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Excuse me, Steve and Brandon. Two Americas, all right? We're two different Americas. What movies has she been in? What movies is she in? Because she looks gorgeous. I'm not going to deny that. I just don't know. I'm not aware. Tarzan. Well, she was in the movie 10. So that was... That, that's she, like that's where what she movie is that? Her, that's where she made her mark in 10. Yeah. I think she's on but, the California Horse Racing Board. She is, Steve. I was just going to bring that up because you would appreciate that. But yeah, she's... Okay, well, I've seen her at Del Mar. You know, yeah. Rosh, I've seen her at Del Mar. I, I never went up to her and asked for a hug or anything. You know, I would never <laughs> be I'll that far on her, baby. I would respect her her space, but uh, I'm not a big celebrity person. But you know, you're asking me a question, Adrian. I got to give you the answer. Thank you, uh, thank you. But there were plenty of celebrities at the fight last night, and uh, Arash, you were you were taking the uh, roll call. It looked like. I had to, for, yeah. For but our, by the way, uh, our account on X. X. Uh, look, look at Steve Carp. I love it. You, you, you're one hundred percent right. It's called X now. I don't know if I could ever call it that. Um, there was a red carpet, but it was also one hundred and ten degrees outside, so I, I, I wasn't about to cover the red carpet. It was red um, from the sun. It was red from the sun. But Dame Dame Lillard was there. Dame Lillard, who's still with the Portland Trailblazers, not with the Miami Heat. He, he was there. Uh, really, really quick. I'll, I'll just do a quick. Manny uh, Pacquiao, Draymond Green, Mike Tyson. Um, Chris Brown. Yeah, Chris Brown. Card yeah. Cardi B, my love. Oh, who, by the way, right. had a wonderful weekend in Las Vegas. By was the way, 10 came out 1979. Hey, that was a Dre's. Dre's. That was a Dre's. microphone at some dude? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so the water, the microphone. Somebody threw a drink at her. That's and, right. And she retaliated by throwing a, what, $5,000 microphone at the person. 
Like I'm a the Thor hammer. Held on to the microphone to sell it on eBay. <laughs> That's, That's right. what I would do if she threw it at me. I, assuming, <laughs> assuming I escaped all the goons that are there to protect her, I, yeah. would, uh, I would grab that microphone and sell it on eBay and uh, and buy Springsteen tickets with it. There you go. <laughs> or, or Steve, I wanted... Swift tickets. Hey, uh, Swift in uh, LA this coming week? I'm not a Swifty, I got to tell you. And listen, if someone had gotten me a ticket... I, I I may go, but I listen. I mean, they, there are people who who would appreciate that ticket a lot more than I do. You remember when she was in Las Vegas, Steve? Uh, oh my absolute, God, it was unbelievable. It was, never seen anything like it. So no, I will not be there. It's a great sort of a full circle moment for uh, SoFi because she was supposed to be the first performance at SoFi, uh, but then the pandemic happened. Obviously, that that right. shut that down. So. Yes, listen, Swifties uh, taking over Los Angeles. Brandon, I'm assuming you will not be at that uh, show. Yeah, no, I, I do like some Taylor Swift songs more than most uh, men my age. But um, What's your favorite? Yeah, I, what's my favorite? I like that that new song she came out with. What was that with Lana Del Rey? Like, no, Snow on the Beach is pretty good. It's got a nice like beat, ethereal beat in the background. Oh, uh, very okay. soft, soft. I might might lose my alpha male, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, just uh, whatever you call it, status with Your that. Status. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> but no, it's a joke. But Steve, I wanted to switch gears back to the fight really quick because I have a question about, Arash mentioned this in the first segment, how he thinks the presumptive second fight between Spence and, and Crawford will be much closer, not a whole dominant showing from Crawford. Mm. What are your thoughts there? You think it's going to be much closer? <laughs> no, I don't. Unfortunately, <laughs> I, I, I hate to disagree with the boss on this. But <laughs> he, uh, he's showing his ignorance. I'm afraid. <laughs> There's Wait, no way oh, in hell this thing is better the second time around. Wait, you Steve, let me, let me just ask oh, you. Man. Hold up, Steve. These guys can go up and wait as high as they want. And Bud Crawford will still kick this guy's ass. I'm All right. sorry. I, 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 <laughs> I'm you're sorry. Not, He's just way. so much better than Errol Spence. It's just, <laughs> it's not reasonable to think that we would have a good fight the second time around. Look, if this was like the Pacquiao-Bradley fight where Pacquiao yes. got robbed and they had to it's do different. a rematch or, or something weird had happened... You know, like a fan man type thing or an ear bite type thing. Okay, I can see it. Sorry. Not what I saw last night at T-Mobile, man. Spence had no shot. He had no plan B, no plan C. He's lucky the fight wasn't stopped earlier in the seventh round, to be honest. Yeah. He barely survived that round. His corner, I thought, might have been a bit negligent letting him come out for the eighth. And uh, so if they want to do the rematch, fine. Uh, as a fight fan, I probably would not purchase it. You're not going to have to purchase it, Steve, because you're going to be covering it for us. However, I will say this. Well, what um, if they fight at Madison Square Garden? You're sending me to New York again? <laughs> you love I New York. Think so. Wait, I don't you, think why, you are. Why, why, why do you think that they would fight in New York all of a sudden? That, that, that fight's going to be as Because New York still has the allure. The Garden no. is still a great place to fight. Both fighters have had success there. 
It's also the arena of my youth. Uh, Actually, yes. I go back to the old <laughs> and that's the point. Garden on 50th Street and 8th Avenue. So uh, for right. me, you know, it would be a rush like you say, let's have a fight at the forum. I agree. Just for no, old time's sake. I, I, for all time. I think there's a reason big fights are staged in Las Vegas. There's more money to be made here. You're by the way. So listen. Sports capital picked, of the world. I picked. Uh, yes. Okay. I picked Crawford in the first fight. I would pick him in the second fight. I'm not going out on a limb there. But Steve, to your point, I think what what what's getting lost in the dominance of Crawford in the first fight is that Spence is a world-class fighter. Yeah. And if this is like any sport, and I know boxing is different, blowouts happen, bad nights happen. You get blown out and there's a rematch. I don't I I should, should have probably done more homework in terms of you know, a a guy getting blown out or a team getting blown out and coming back. And again, Crawford, in my view, is the better boxer, will will win the second fight. I refuse to believe that the second fight will be as one-sided. Now, I could could be wrong. Again, I, 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 I'm saying that in the vein of I pick Crawford in, in the first fight. I, I would certainly pick him in the second. But Spence, I, I, I'm such a big Spence guy. And again, I pick Crawford, but... I refuse to believe that the second fight will not be – it's a low bar. It's going to be better than the first fight that they had. Well, I hope for your sake and for the <laughs> sake of the promoters That's right. and for the sake of Errol Spence and his camp that you're right. I don't yeah. have – I don't share your optimism, Arash. Sorry. No, I feel I you. I just don't. I mean, hey. <laughs> you know – Crawford made him look very ordinary. Think about, we all know that he is a great fighter. He wasn't last night, but what's, what Crawford did to him and, and just taking away his jab and taking away his footwork and not giving him room to do the things that he's comfortable doing, he made his life very uncomfortable in the ring. Okay, yeah. so... I guess you're convinced that Errol Spence between now and, and the rematch should have take place. He's going to figure out a way to get his jab going, to get his footwork back on track, to take the fight to Crawford and find a way to hurt him and then beat him. Okay. No, right. not beat him. I just think it'll be a better fight. I just think well, it'll be a better fight. Well, what's the point of them fighting if he can't beat him? Well, I'm not saying my my prediction is he's not going to beat him. Okay. But you, you're gonna, right. but listen, you, you're gonna. Yeah, I, there's money, as you know, Steve. There's money in a rematch. But 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 by the way, to your to your point as well, the first fight was so one sided. That's the challenge for the promoter. I'm in the minority. I get it. I'm 100 in the minority. The majority of people are probably like you. Why the heck do I want to see this fight again? It was so one sided. Generally speaking, a very successful rematch from a box office pay-per-view buy rate point of view is a very good first fight. And you're like, I want to see that again. Nobody who saw this first fight generally is like, that's a fight I want to see again. And we're going to see it again no matter what. I think it'll be in December. They may move venues because of it may not get as, as big of a draw. So it may be at the MGM Grand Garden Arena. I do think we get the second fight this year. Okay. 
All right. Well, let's we'll see, see what happens. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if, if it's in Vegas, we'll be there for it. We if will not, be there. If not, then uh, I'll come to your house and uh, we'll watch it on pay-per-view. <laughs> Let's see. You can write a pay-per-view. You can write it off. I got it. It'll be the legit I got you. Adrian, I got I'll come you. over. We'll, we'll have a party. I love cheese poofs. Anyway, Brandon, I just want you, <laughs> I want you to know, Brandon, that what's occurred within these last 15 minutes is me and you in the future running the Sporting Tribune X, okay? So just this is the bickering and the arguments, the back and forth. This is us. Now, Steve, I do – I have some serious questions to ask you. I'm tired of talking about this fight, all right? We talked about this in between commercials, all right? And I, I just want to know, do you watch First Take, and what are some of your favorite <laughs> shows on TV? Um, I have not watched First Take in, in quite a while. Um, I know Stephen A. Smith from his days of covering the Knicks for the oh. New York Daily News. At one time, this guy was a really good sports writer. But now he's a big TV star and a big celebrity. And when he was making his way to his ringside seat last night, <laughs> you know, Michael Irvin's hugging him and, and some other guys are hugging him. He was like... Uh, so like Obama. Big shot guy. Yeah, no, no. But look, you know what? You know, he for a guy from Queens, he did okay for himself. That's so right. good for him. But to answer your question, Adrian, honestly, I don't watch a whole lot of ESPN. Um, I don't watch Sports Center. I don't watch you know the shows like First Take or Pardon the Interruption or Um Around the Horn. Uh I've seen the shows. But, uh, no, my, my TV habits kind of run towards, you know, either news and, and, you know, live sports or, like, old TV shows. Like, this morning, I got up, I watched Meet the Press, and then yeah. I, I went to Pluto TV, and I was able to watch, like, Honeymooners and a couple reruns. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, Yes! Like, this is what I thought. The Honeymooners <laughs> is a show I grew up on as a as a kid. I can probably quote your chapter verse of every line in the show. So that's kind of where my TV viewing habits lie at my age of 66. Steve Carp, have you? Uh, I don't know why I said your full name. I, I, I'm always. It's <laughs> pretty funny because we always address you as Steve Carp, but I should just call you Steve or Mr. Carp, whatever you prefer. But uh, <laughs> have you fine. watched? Have you have you watched Game of Thrones? I think you'd like it. I've seen a couple of the episodes of it, yes. But as far as it being regular viewing for me, I don't have HBO, or at the time it was mm. on HBO. I didn't. I didn't have it, so it would be like if I'm in a hotel, you know, covering something, or on the road with Springsteen or whatever, and it was on. I would watch it. It was fine, you know. I've seen Harry Potter movies. I mean, I'm not totally in the 1950s and 60s uh, with my lifestyle and my viewing. Although uh, this is making me so happy, this is what why the show that, for. Well, wait, wait, Adrian, why is this making you happy? Because this show, <laughs> we can get down to the sports and the nitty gritty, but so can everyone else. 
What makes this show different is that we're all great people and great personalities, and our paths are so much different than everyone else. So it just no. – we're getting an inside look at Steve Clark, and that's what I need. Well, remember my you know up, upbringing in Brooklyn, you know, growing up there in the 1960s, Actually, I, I was born in the 50s, in the late, in 56. So the Dodgers were still playing at Ebbets Field right. when I was born. Okay, and I lived like a mile from Ebbets Field, you know, my first couple of years of my life. And then we moved to Jersey and then back to Brooklyn. So it's just, I'm just a product of my environment, you know. Bars. Talk about it. I mean, you know, for me growing up, it was like watching the Beatles on Ed Sullivan and Stuff like that, you know. There was no hip hop and you know. Yeah, and Brandon. Like that in those days. Hey, I like all music, not just hip hop. I it like does. country. I like hip hop. Yeah, I like uh, I like everything. I didn't have that, you know, to to watch or listen to. I mean, that, yeah, that stuff didn't evolve until like you know the eighties and nineties and everything. For sure. So Steve, I mean, you know, but Steve, it's, how uh, go ahead. Well, listen, we've we got, yeah, yeah, go we go got 60 seconds left or so. Um, but to Adrian's point, this is the sports capital of the world at certain times. You know, it's, it'll be the home of the Super Bowl this upcoming uh, year, uh, season, Formula One. And really, uh, you know, it, it, it's become a home of Team USA. So we're, we're going to check back with Steve yeah. at some point this w- week because Steve uh, – will be at Team USA training camp, heading into the Team USA, um, having a game at T-Mobile Arena on Monday. Uh, Again, this is not the team you'll see in the Olympics, but you'll see some familiar faces led by Captain America, Austin Reeves of the Los Angeles Lakers. Oh, I thought Chet the Jet. We're we're putting that nickname on him. All right, uh, Steve, amazing uh, job this uh, weekend, my friend. Great, great uh, job by... You and Adrian tag teaming together for the first time. That was so cool to see. Uh, that's all the time we have for today. Let's do it again tomorrow. Until then, this is Arash Markazi saying stay safe and stay healthy. This is the Arash Markazi Show on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.